This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It is the Joe Pag Show. Glad that you took the time. There's a lot going on today. If you checked out any of the hearings with, uh, Ale- uh, with uh, Alejandro Mayorkas um, over in the, in the House of Representatives, you, you would have seen Jim Jordan let him have it. You would have seen Chip Roy let him have it. And, and he deserves to get what he's getting. There is oversight in Congress for what this this DHS is doing in the executive branch. The checks and balances work that way. Even though Jerry Nadler appeared that he was trying to give this guy a free pass, he actually said that Chip Roy was slandering Mayorkas. So uh, we'll have a lot on that today. I've got Chip Roy on the program to talk about exactly what was going down, the lies that are being told, or the incompetence that we're getting from Mayorkas on the border. It just isn't a good situation. And it's not going to get any better anytime soon because the left doesn't appear to want to do anything uh, about it anytime soon. We've got that for you. Plus, we've got campus reform today because it is your Thursday. Feeling all right? Uh Uh-huh. Say what? Carrie, what's going on? You good? Yeah, I'm all right. You are all right. Polo's in the house. Sam making it happen. Let's go. Michael Franzese tomorrow. He's got a new book out, Mafia Democracy. We'll talk about that. Lots more going on, too. We'll keep you updated. But first, it's Thursday, almost Friday. The weekend's almost here. So we sing. Well, I do. Carries want to sing. Doesn't like about taking care of the people. Come on. Not feeling too good myself. No. With that, Carrie, with harmony, you got it. Yes, sir. Feeling all right. Uh huh. I'm not feeling too good myself. No. Uh, it's a throat issue. I couldn't get the high notes today. Right. A throat issue. It's a throat issue. issue. Oh, okay. oh, don't start. Uh, don't, don't be no a hater. I'm not believing you. Haterade. I've been sick all week and I've still been here all week. You know what would happen? You would have stubbed your toe. You would have been out every every Friday true. from now till June. That is not true. I have been it's sick. It's true. We have, have evidence that it's happened. It is not. You're not allowed to send me any emails ever, by the way. Mm. I'll send you one next week. Uh, you know, I've got to talk about the border. I've got to talk about social media. I've got to talk about all this stuff because there's just so much going on all the time. We talk about MTG going after Jim Acosta and just making him look stupid. Uh, which I thought was great. So we can talk about that, too. There are stories that you found, stories Sam found, some stories I found. We're going to get into all of that. But I want to start somewhere that, that you, you don't know anything about because you don't watch Survivor, right? I do not, no. You do not watch Survivor? No. And I think that CBS has done such a disservice to this great franchise that it created a long time ago, 20-some-odd years ago. 
Um, the show is really, really good. Now, this is one of the inventions of um, Mark Burnett. We've had Mark Burnett on this show. Really cool guy. Um, I don't understand why they've decided to ruin it. So we're watching Survivor last night. I'm not going to say who got kicked off and who didn't. But if you haven't watched it yet, don't listen to what I'm about to say because I might give you clues that you don't want to know. But Survivor, uh, they've shortened the seasons a little bit. And they've decided that they're going to go with 18 people. But it's not instead of 39 days, it's like 21 or 25. It's a shorter amount of time now. I don't know if there's a reason for that other than they can. So they did. Last season, you'll recall, we had Danny Boatwright on, who was a previous winner of Survivor. She was listening to the show, I think, in Kansas and called in. And we talked about Woke Viver because they, in fact, Jeff Probst usually would say, come on in, guys, to have all the contestants come in, guys or gals. And he, for some reason, out of the blue, decides to say, does anybody have a problem with me saying come in, guys? And we're no, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. The next, the next you know, challenge they had, they show up, and, come on in, guys. And then one person says, a guy who says he's gay, but he's not because he's married to a trans man who is biologically a woman who is pregnant with his child. <laughs> this, this, this is how dumb it is. He says he's got a problem with the term guys because it somehow is exclusionary. Now, I remember playing baseball and going to pep rallies and seeing the cheerleaders. And I, I would hear the cheerleaders, the, the lead cheerleader or the coach or somebody say, all right, guys, gather around talking to all the girls who were cheerleaders. Nobody thought, oh, my God, you're misgendering me. But for some reason in this day and age, we're talking about misgendering. All right, I digress. That was last season. They got rid of the guys. Then he just says, come on in. And we try to blow that up because we as a family like to watch Survivor. This season, you've got uh, two openly gay people, fine. You've got several black people, great. You've got a Muslim, uh, wonderful. And, and the only reason I know that is because they're all talking about these things. And, and again, I have no problem with that. Bring as much diversity as you want to Survivor, and then the best player will win the game. Well, not necessarily. Now, of the 18, you already had... I think seven or eight that were kicked off, right? This is the way they do it. If you're not familiar with Survivor, you start with 18 and you kick somebody out in tribal council once every every, every episode. I guess it's once every three days in real time out there in the island. And you kick somebody off. This person's got to go. If that person gets enough votes, they're gone. At the end, they vote to see who's going to be the, the last surviving person. That person wins a million bucks. So this year, a bunch of people have been voted off. And then in the final nine, I think comprise the jury the jury then will decide who wins the million dollars at the end of the season hopefully you're following me if you're a survivor fan what i'm saying makes sense if you're not hopefully i've gotten you up to speed so several people have been kicked off i don't know what race ethnicity religion or gender they were i can't remember off the top of my head what they were but what happened last night was you had the first person who was the first member of the jury happens to be a, a young black woman so what? She got kicked off. I don't care what her ancestry is. People wanted her off. They kicked her off. The next person to go is a black man. And again, this isn't the beginning of the game where the first two people kicked off were black. And if that did happen, it would have been for good reason. They were voted off. But no, no, this is the jury. So the first member of the jury, which was like the ninth finisher or 10th finisher, is a black woman. The next member of the jury who's the ninth or 10th finisher or eighth or ninth finisher is a black man. So they have an important vital role in what happens at the end of Survivor. So now you've got a tribal council where you've got a team that has two black women on it 
a, a two white women on it and a white man. This is the, the there are five people in the jury, or not in the jury in the in the team in this club, whatever in this the the five people that were going to decide in tribal council who was going to go home, and they were going to send home one of the black women. They discussed it all day. They discussed it the entire show, and the black woman happened to have a an immunity idol, which means that she can't be voted out. There's another black woman who would have been next to go because the team had decided, yeah, if this one doesn't go, we'd like this person to go. And it had nothing to do with race whatsoever. It was gameplay. We're kicking off the strong people, the people that we're afraid that we can't compete with, the people we just think that it's time to go. But because there was a black woman and a black man on the jury who had not finished last place, they were like ninth and 10th place. They weren't 18th place. The black woman who was supposed to go says, I'm definitely playing my idol tonight because I can't possibly allow there to be three black people sitting over there. And I'm going, what? Because, again, I know I'm just some white guy, beautifully olive skinned, southern Italian, I get it. But I can't possibly understand the, the, the trials and tribulations of a black woman privileged enough to go to Fiji and play on CBS's Survivor. So she says this out loud. She doesn't say, hey, I'm going to play my idol. I don't, feel, I don't feel safe tonight. She literally says, because of who I see over there, I can't be the next one. Because that would be wrong. And this is more than just a game. This is social justice. And this is my people and what we go through. I'm like, what? So then the other black woman, who was the next in line, says, well, I've got an idol too. I'm going to play it too. Starts crying. You'll never understand what it is to go through what I'm going through. And we're talking about a freaking game show where they can win a million dollars. We're not talking about George Floyd. We're not talking about Martin Luther King Jr. We're not talking about lynchings by the Democrats in this country or the KKK or slavery all done by Democrats. No, we're talking about a freaking game on Fiji where the winner gets to get a million dollars. And they dared make it about social justice. And basically, by saying what they were saying about how I can't possibly have the visual of a third black person on the jury, which is a great place to be, by the way. You're not just going home. They finished like 7th, 8th, and ninth place. They're not the losers of the, of the game. The loser was the 18th person who went home first. So you can't possibly have that visual. You can't possibly do this to my people and our people and hearing about people. De facto saying the three white people who were also on her team were somehow racist for voting them out. That's literally what they were saying. And there's Jeff Probst, whitey, sitting there with his white skin and his privilege, and he's making more money than the winner's going to get. He's one of the executive producers now. He's sitting there going, yeah, this is really something. This is, who knew that this was going to happen? Changes the entire rules of the game. Nobody has to go up and vote. They're just going to say who they want to vote out. And because of all of this consternation, because of all this fake racist garbage that wasn't racist whatsoever, they kick out one of the white women. Now, both black women had an idol. They both could have stayed anyway. They didn't have to say anything about the racial makeup of the jury, but they made it about that. They made it about that somehow to become the victim, when in essence, it was their time to go because the team wanted them to go. And if the team votes for them and they play their idol, guess what? They don't go. They stay. They, they outplayed them. They both had idols. Play your idols and shut up about race. Because Survivor isn't about race. Your, your ass wouldn't be out there if they were racist. They would never have chosen you. I don't know why that falls in deaf ears. 
I don't know why that's so hard to understand. I don't get why that's a thing. And there it was on what's been one of America's favorite TV shows for 21 or 22 years has become so woke that they had, they actually alleged that they understood how they felt and they understood why they were doing it. And that somehow it made sense that on this game show where you can win a ton of money on Fiji, on network television, somehow had to stand up and be woke enough to understand that you can't have three black people on the jury as the first three because that somehow gives the imagery or gives the visual of racism. I just think we've crossed the line from a little bit, you know, naive to a little bit immature to all out stupid when it comes to the woke culture that some people have built here. Your thoughts about that, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. All right, glad to have you, thanks. It's the Joe Pag Show. Now, Carrie, you don't watch Survivor, right? Mm, correct. That, were you able, because you don't watch it, you don't know how it works, were you able to follow what I was saying? Yeah, yeah, I think I got it. I mean, you can't have three black people in the jury somehow. I, I, don't, I don't understand. It just didn't make any sense. And again, even if they were the first three kicked off of the show from the very beginning, 18, 17, and 16, if they were all kicked off at the beginning, there would be good reason for it. Uh, nobody but nobody ever mentioned race on this show before last night. Nobody but nobody ever said, hey, let's kick them off because they're black. Nobody said that. And the assumption is because you see p- people, three people of similar ancestry, suddenly it's a racial thing. Doesn't make sense. And then they say, no, 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 we're not saying you're racist. Well, then why did you say it? And if you both had this ability to stay on the show because you had these immunity idols, then why make it about race at all? You would have sent a white person there anyway. Not that it should have been white versus black. Now, keep in mind, last season on Survivor, the black players did say, let's make this a, a black uh, a black player Survivor. They did say that. And they were going to kick the white people off. But they changed their mind halfway through. So, and, and I believe, I think Polo told me on Big Brother or something, on CBS, they literally did. The black people said, we're kicking all the white people out of this house. And that was fine on CBS. But the fact that Jeff doesn't jump in, like, listen, they can feel that way. But Probst should have jumped in and said, hey, listen, as one of the executive producers of the show, let me tell you, we, we review all the tape. There is no racism going on here. And the fact that race is being brought up is, is interesting, and we can certainly talk it out. But there is no racism going on here. Because had three white people been on the jury, nobody would have said boo. But for some reason, because they, they were other than white, and they specifically were African-American or black, then... That was a problem, and that somehow was a reflection of our society or something else. Very, very strange. I'll take your calls on this. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Meantime, got to remind you that emergencies, of course, happen. We don't want them to happen, but they do. And uh, you know, having no power, no lights, no news is not any fun for anybody. Federal agencies urge every family to have an emergency radio. Newsmax, which I watch all the time, I appear on there all the time, too, also publishes Newsmax magazine. That's how I learned about Newsmax probably 15 years ago, to be honest. It's 
It's a great publication with Dick Morris, Bill O'Reilly, Mike Reagan, Dr. Laura, and many more. They want you to get the World Band Emergency Radio for free with your Newsmax magazine. It's a powerful radio, works during any emergency. It doesn't need batteries. It's got a hand crank, super LED flashlight as well. The radio includes the NOAA weather band, long-range AM receiver, FM band, and even USB for cell phones. This Dynamo Emergency Radio retails for $30, but you can get it for free. With a discounted Newsmax Magazine subscription, Newsmax is news you can trust. So go right now to GetTheRadio.com. GetTheRadio.com. Recall toll-free, 800-NEWSMAX. That's 800-NEWSMAX. This free radio could save your life. Quantities are limited, so order right now. Let me go to the phone lines and see where we are with this. Uh, I don't know that everybody watches Survivor who listens to my show, but hopefully I explained it as well as I possibly could. Let me go to uh, Stephen on line one. Stephen, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. Um, I'm actually 100% in agreement with you. My wife and I have watched every episode of Survivor since the beginning, starting in 99 or 2000. We watch it with our kids now, 11, 10, and 15. And we got so frustrated. Started with last year, like you said, with the come in guys. Right. And then all of a sudden this year, it's the same kind of, uh, you know, they're trying to drive viewers away. I just don't want to be preached. I just want to watch a show, like you said, watch someone win a million dollars. Right. You know, like we have for 20 or 40-something seasons here. But now, all of a sudden, everything's, you know, like you said, about victimization and all this, you know, basically nonsense that doesn't have anything to do with the game right. or anything to do with what's been happening. And, Stephen, I, I would guess I mean, that you agree with other... me that it's, it's okay to voice your opinion. It's okay to say that bothers me to see people, three people who are black over there. I think it's up to probes to jump in and say, listen, we know there's no racism going on. Whatever decision they make, unless they're lying about it and they aren't doing it in front of the videotape, has nothing to do with race. So I'm, I'm fine with you complaining about it, but I'm not going to jump on board and agree with you that it would be racist to see three, ba- three black people over there. My problem is... Probe sat there and said, man, this is amazing. This is really great. Why don't we just forget the normal voting and let's just talk about it right here? He changes the game completely because somebody got woke or somebody felt victimized. That shouldn't have. That is correct, sir. I agree with you. It's just really bizarre to see all the, I would say, changes, completely unnecessary changes to try and get everybody to buy in on this, I don't know, whatever you want to call racism, you know, according to them, I'm a racist, okay? You know, just because I'm a white 50-year-old male here. Oh, you're definitely racist you know, then. So you, you, you're, probably, you're probably married okay. too, right? Huh? Of course. Are you, so you're heterosexual? Are you, are, you, are, you Christ, are you Christian? Yes. Well, you're out. You're done. You're a racist. Come on, okay. come on, Steve. What's the matter with you? You know, exactly. But, you know, I, I just, like you said, I was just, listening to you and i was like this is just he's exactly right <laughs> steven thank you i appreciate it brother thank you bob kansas less than a minute it's all yours let's go hey joe yeah i listen uh I'll, i i started watching survivor since day one uh haven't watched every single episode but i'll tell you what um it, it shocks me i i didn't see last night's we 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 tape it uh, we have commitments on wednesday night yeah. when the show is on yeah. uh and we're gonna watch it tonight and you know, I, I think I'm done. I'm done with Survivor. I mean, the thing that, that really started tipping the scale for me was not only kind of last year, but this year when, when we went into the, you know, the whole come on guys thing. Yeah. Um, it's, it's crazy. It really is crazy, Joe. Like, I, it, it, things have gotten so woke. Um, and, and, yeah, at the end of the day, uh, I, yeah, I'm, 
I'm done. I'm I'm done with Survivor. It's too bad too. Well, Bob, well, well, do me a favor. Don't don't be done with don't be done with it yet. Watch it tonight and and send me an email or something and tell me you think if you think I represented it the right way because uh, the show was fine. All of a sudden at the end, it takes this weird left turn and they just let it happen. It was very straight. So watch it tonight and then figure out if you're done with it. Eight 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 nine four one Pags. JoePags.com. Keep it right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. All right, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It's the Joe Pag Show for your Thursday, 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. A couple of things about social media. If you stop by JoePags.com, there are links to all of my social media. And I'm talking Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, TikTok. Why are you being on TikTok? I've explained that 30 times. Um, also, you've got Getter, Parler. We're, we're, we're at, we've got Truth on there. So just a note about that. If you thought you followed me on Twitter, and again, Carrie, I think this is true. People generally will pick one social media, and that's the one they go to. Mm, yeah, for most people, I think. I think that I'm probably an oddball that I'm on just mm, about all of them. You are Although odd. I thought, what's that? Couldn't hear you. Sound yeah, like you were agreeing with agree- something. I, I was said. agreeing with you, actually. You were agreeing with me then, that I'm, I'm somebody who is smart, and I'm on all the social media, no. and I actually interact I said, with my fans. I was agreeing with you, you being an oddball. That is what I said. Yeah, at least I didn't wear that shirt. There's nothing wrong wow. with the shirt. Wow. Oh, man. What did I just do? Really? Oh, come on. You're going to go You're going to call me an oddball? I can't go after the shirt? Come I was on. agreeing no. with you. you I love that shirt. First. It's an awesome shirt. Yeah, Why don't no. you tell me about the red? I could have worn the red today. Oh, we could have been Twinkies. Yeah, no. That's right. I mm-hmm. could have I taken the scissors <laughs> and, and put some slits in the arms. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Sorry, I could have done that. So um, I'm on all the social media. But if Twitter is your go-to, and for a lot of people it is, Although, I think 20% of all Americans, 22% of all Americans are on Twitter, so it's not like everybody's on there, but those who are on there really do rely on it for information. Some of you think you follow me, and you probably were disfollowed or unfollowed from me. So go back and check again, at Joe Talk Show, at Joe Talk Show. Why is this important today? Because I've gained about 5,000 followers on Twitter in the past few days. A lot of people on the political left have lost a lot of followers on Twitter. Elon Musk has made it clear that he's going to go in there and he's going to start weeding out the bots and the fake accounts. And also, um, the people in Twitter, there's, it's been widely rumored, I have no proof of this, but it's been widely rumored and written about that they know that new management is coming in and they're going back through and cleaning up all the dirty deeds they were doing, which is squelching people's accounts, putting on ghost bands, putting on, on uh, shadow bands, uh, de- de-boosting, and so on. And we really are seeing a difference and a change. And a lot of people have said, and this is hundreds if not thousands have said to me on Twitter, I haven't seen a tweet from you in three years. And now they're seeing it. So if Twitter is your go-to, go there and follow at Joe Talk Show. It's verified. It's me. There is an at Joe Pags, but it's some guy that's got some locked account that he hasn't used since 2009. I asked him for it. He blocked me. So um, at Joe Talk Show, go there, follow again, make sure you're getting my tweets. Also, what we've made it easy for you to subscribe to the newsletter on the Twitter page. Just go to, again, at Joe Talk Show, and there's a click here to subscribe to the newsletter. Makes it easy for you as well. Truth Social is interesting. Carrie, did you see this, that the pres- former President Trump is back on there? He, he, hmm. he, he, he truthed again today. He did another truth. Oh, I did not know that. Okay. 
The truth was him standing out in the lawn at Mar-a-Lago. Says, I'm back. Hashtag Confefe. Okay. That was his truth today <laughs> All right. that he put on Truth Social. So again, we had Devin Nunes, a two-part series this week. We talked about truth. We talked about how it's going to be coming to the Google Play Store soon. I'm going to be beta testing the web UI very soon. Uh, Carrie, was it wrong that I begged myself into that during the interview? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. So Devin, brother, come on, please, let me do it. <laughs> a little said, desperate. Like yeah. No, what I said was, hey, I'm a tech guy. Put me on that, man. Put me in the beta. I'll help you out. He said, absolutely. So um, I just got word that in the next few days to a week, they'll get me set up on that, and then we'll start testing that. And hopefully it'll come to fruition and start doing what, what they said that it would do. What I do know is that the followers on Truth are real. They're not fake accounts. They're not bots, because you've got to actually go through and verify through phone numbers and whatever. And, uh, and I'm getting good engagement there. Getting dynamite engagement on Getter, 173,000 people there now. And uh, people are seeing it. If you're not on Getter, go check that out. Again, all the links are on the website. Go and do that. And, and, and the TikTok drama kills me, Carrie, because mm-hmm. I told you they suspended me again. Uh, yeah, but you got but back they, on, right? I mean, right, it ended yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I posted some things yesterday and got pretty good virality, 50,000, 60,000 views, whatever. I posted one on Biden today where Biden just can't say what he's trying to say about the Russian oligarchs. Um, and it's got oh, yeah. well over 100,000 views now, and I'm about to hit 100,000 followers on TikTok. Now, they'll ban me again soon, and i got to be honest with you. I won't be that upset if I'm not allowed to get back on TikTok. For me, it was more of a study into whether I would get engagement, whether I could build the page, and what kind of spying the CCP would do on me. Uh, if I'm on TikTok, I went in with open eyes. I knew it was going to go on there. But that's kind of nuts. It's, uh, since January something, I've got 100,000 followers now. That's pretty crazy, isn't it? Legitimately took me, and I'm not kidding when I say this, 13 years to get 100,000 on Twitter. Hmm. Wow. Isn't that something? It is something. So again, if if you're a Twitter user and a lot of you love Twitter, it's easy. It's easy to scroll through, easy to follow people you like and, and whatever, uh, keep up with the news or the disinformation. Uh, go there again. Make sure that you're still following if you thought you were. And you might find out you're following and you didn't want to. You could unfollow me. That'd be kind of fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. So do you have the name of this person who's going to be the head of the disinformation um, governance board? Please tell me who this person is. And give us a story if you've got one. Uh, Yeah, this one is from the New York Post. Guess it takes one to know one. President Biden's pick to lead his Department of Homeland Security's Big Brother-like disinformation governance board has her own history of posting disinformation online. Nina Jankowicz, who was a disinformation fellow at the Wilson Center, has repeatedly cast doubt on the Post reporting about Hunter Biden's laptop. During a series of live tweets during the presidential debate between Biden and Donald Trump in October 2020, Jankowicz had referenced the laptop. Back on the laptop from hell, apparently, Biden notes 50 former NATSEC officials and five former CIA heads that believe the laptop is a Russian influence op, Jankowicz tweeted. Trump says, Russia, 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 she added. Her tweet resurfaced immediately after she revealed she'd been named executive director of the new disinformation bureau on Wednesday as conservatives slammed her as a leftist radical and expressed doubt in her ability to spot misinformation. Again, I mean, just really let that sink in. Nina Jankowicz is a far leftist loon who has been saying since the presidential debates in 2020, that the Hunter Biden laptop, uh, the laptop story was Russian disinformation, was a Republican campaign tool, and was ginned up by Russians and the Republicans and Trump colluding 
against Joe Biden. Kerry, is any of that true? Or is it really his laptop? Mm, well, this is laptop. Every news source, even on the far left, admits it's his laptop. Mm-hmm. So, Jen Psaki today was asked by, um, I think, Fox News. It wasn't Ducey, though. Uh, Jackie Heinrich, I think. Was asked today about naming this person who has practiced and participated in disinformation boldly for all the world to see on Twitter as she live tweeted that it was Russia collusion with the Trump campaign. She's asked about why this person would be in charge of this bureau. Um, She had previously called the Hunter Biden laptop a a Trump campaign product, um, seeming to discredit its validity or validity of reporting surrounding that. how can, can you assuage concerns of people who are looking at this person who's been appointed to this position and wondering if she's going to be able to accurately judge misinformation now that a lot of that reporting has been uh, proven to be factual in some ways? Well, I don't have any comments on the laptop, but what I can tell you is that it sounds like the objective of the board is to prevent disinformation and misinformation from traveling around the country in a range of communities. I'm not sure who opposes that effort. I mean, uh, I mean you got to give me a break. She doesn't answer the question about Jankowitz at all, just ignores it. And again, I have no comment on the laptop. Why not? When Joe Biden was the vice president, a lot of this laptop activity was going on with Ukraine and Kazakhstan and China and Russia. The fact is, though, she doesn't make any reference to the person, Nina Jankowicz, who is a far left wing disinformation hound. She is somebody who has perpetrated disinformation from start to finish. And she's now going to let to lead a board that's under the auspices of the Department of Homeland Security, which is in the executive branch. Less than an hour from now, you'll hear me ask Chip Roy, how is it that she gets to be the leader of this board? And what sort of oversight does Congress have when it comes to disinformation governance boards or the members therein? Why can't they say, no, you can't have this woman as the head of any board. In fact, you can't have... Basically, the information ministry in the United States government. And you'll notice that they're only doing this since the grip they had on and the claws they had into Twitter were taken out by Elon Musk. Carrie, how valid a news source do you think Reuters is? Um, I've used that quite a bit. I've used Reuters in my career as well. Mm -hmm. I always felt that AP versus Reuters, Reuters is better. I think that the Associated Press is a is more political, and Reuters tends to tell the truth. What was your name? Helen somebody. I think she's passed now, but she was she covered the White House forever. Helen Thomas? I can't think of her last name. Was it Helen Thomas? Um, she worked for Reuters. No, she worked for UPI, didn't she? I think she worked yeah, for United I think Press she International. For Reuters, yeah. Okay, Reuters, UPI, AP. These are names that you'll hear when it comes to news sources, and I've always thought that Reuters was a pretty good one. Do me a favor. It's going to take you a minute. Mm-hmm. But look up this story on Reuters. Put in Reuters, in whatever, however you search, and look, and look up Elon Musk may not buy Twitter. Okay. Do me a favor. Just look that up. I don't have it handy to give it to you, but I saw this last night. And actually, I think I did a tweet about it or something. But this blew my mind because the headline is that he probably won't buy Twitter. 
let me know if you find that story. Okay. I wonder if they've taken it down now because I went right after them on that. And um, it, it just, it was remarkable because it's listed as a news story. Uh, I do have something, but this is listed as commentary. Okay, this was not last night. What is the headline? Breaking views, Elon Musk probably won't buy Twitter. There you go. It was not listed as commentary last night. Mm-hmm. I went at that's exactly the same story. And if you read that story, and it was actually presented as breaking news, not views, um, by whoever posted it that I saw. And, and I don't know that Reuters posted it. Somebody posted it um, after Reuters put it up. But they offered it as a news story. And I went back and looked through it again. I was looking for the word commentary, looking for the word opinion, looking for anything. And I think they might have altered it. Does it say on that copy, updated, and then a time or a date? It says April 27th, 11.06 a.m. Central, last updated a day ago. Okay. Because I did not see anything about, about commentary or anything like that. But if you read the story, they go through why they think he still might not buy it. In fact, the first line, Carrie, I think, if you look at it, says something to the effect of he did this, this, and this with that company, so he's probably going to lose interest with this, and it's doubtful he's, or he's probably not going to buy Twitter. Yeah, it starts with a peanut brittle company, I guess he said he was going to set up, and then he changed his mind. And he's in the conclusion at the end of that sentence or paragraph, so he probably won't buy Twitter either. Uh, It wouldn't be surprising if Musk's $44 billion deal to buy social network Twitter went the same way. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's presented by several people on Twitter as a news story. I looked at it, and I've got pretty educated eyes, although it was late. Um, I didn't see the word uh, a viewpoint, editorial, commentary, anything, or opinion, anything like that. And even if it did say that, and if I can miss it with somebody who's been in the news for 30-plus years, that means that the regular layperson reading it wouldn't miss it either. They would walk away today going, dude. And we actually tweeted at Elon Musk last night going, um, anything on this? Hello? And I think that it was actually an Australian reporter, Rita Panari. I think her name is uh, Panahi or Panari, something like that, that we follow each other on, on Twitter. I think that she said, uh, Elon Musk, any comment on this? Because it was not presented as a story that was a viewpoint. So disinformation bureau should look at something like that. Well, I take that back. There should be no disinformation bureau. We should be able to actively utilize our First Amendment free speech right without somebody in the government checking and and fact-checking and then shadow banning or ghost banning because we happen to have an opinion that's different from theirs. And Jen Psaki basically says nothing about the person who's going to head this bureau and her horrible checkered history when it comes to disinformation. Your thoughts, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Hi, right, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on, lots to get to. It is the Joe Pag Show for your Thursday. Chip Roy next hour. We'll also have uh, Campus Reform, hour number three. Make sure you stick around for that. There's a lot going on, lots to get to. Your thoughts about Nina Jankowitz. And by the way, I went back and, I, and I, I saw what I retweeted. It does say breaking views. I guess I read it as breaking news. But Carrie, would you know breaking views automatically is an opinion thing? Uh, no, my eye first went to commentary, so... Yeah. 
statement. Okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I first saw it. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the, the actual headline of the story that he probably won't buy Twitter. Um, and then it immediately retweeted it to, um, to Elon Musk, who he'll probably get back to me eventually. Oh, you think so? That's, uh, that seems to be a badge of honor, by the way. That seems to be a badge of honor. If you can get Elon uh, Musk to retweet you or comment to you, oh, really? then you're in. I'm, I'm not in yet. He hasn't done it for thing. me yet. Oh, okay. Okay. What are you going to say? But here was, you know, for the average Joe, um, are you you're looking at that? Your eyes will probably go to Elon Musk, probably not buying Twitter. So they're going to retweet it and they're going to share it. And I would think probably not a whole lot of people tend to look at, okay, is this an opinion piece? Is it an op-ed? Is this an actual news story? What are we talking about? You, you've been in the business a long time. Did you even know that they did opinion on Reuters? I didn't. Um, Honestly, I, God, I, I thought it was a news organization. Yeah, I, it is. Yes, but I, I didn't know they did commentary. I had no idea they did opinion. It doesn't say op-ed. It does say commentary, and then there's two people's names mm-hmm. on the top of the story on the actual page, but not in what it was that was the headline that was first tweeted out. And it, I think you're right. It's tricky. Mm-hmm. it's tricky because people, oh, Reuters, that's like the Associated Press. That's a news organization. Oh, look at this. They think that he might not buy it. Yeah. Now, he didn't bite. He didn't answer. So I guess he just laughed it off. His tweet last night, you saw the tweet last night from Elon Musk, right? Um, I did not. He's thinking about buying Coca-Cola? Oh, that one. Yeah, I did see that one. Everybody's talking about that one. Come on, man. <laughs> Putting the cocaine back. Yeah. And what did somebody ask him to do? He, they asked him to fix all the um, all the... I think shake machines at the McDonald's. The ice cream his, machines, his, 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 yeah. Right, his response was, I can't do miracles, people. <laughs> That's true. I, so he's, I mean, or, he's doing great with this. I think really that he's is. really in the right spirit, I mean, you know? It is funny stuff. He's something like he's going to buy Doritos so make sure all the bags are filled up to the top with chips again. <laughs> I mean, I, it's funny. Good. It's good stuff. It's pretty good. I like what he's doing with it. All right, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Fortune favors the bold, the strong, the brave for your business to break out of anything holding you back. You need business checking as brave as you are. Introducing Novo Business Checking. Novo is a powerfully simple business checking. And unlike traditional banking, Novo has no minimum balances, no transaction limits, no hidden fees. Instead of a one-size-fits-all approach, Novo is customized to your business. It's going to save you time, free up cash flow with seamless integrations to Stripe, Shopify, QuickBooks Online, and more. Sign Sign up for Novo for free and join the community of over 150,000 fearless small businesses who found the customizable business checking solution that admires their brave. Sign up for your free business checking account right now at Novo.co slash PAGS. Plus, because you listen to my program, you're going to get access to over $5,000 in perks and discounts. Go to Novo.co slash PAGS, P-A-G-S, to sign up for free. Novo Platform Incorporated is a fintech, not a bank. Banking services provided by Middlesex Federal Savings. FA, member FDIC, terms and conditions apply. Make sure you get a hold of them and get a hold of them today. All right, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. I appreciate you hanging out. There's a lot more to get to, a lot more to talk about. There's some stories out there going to make your face hurt. When we have uh, campus reform on later, you're definitely going to get all up in arms. I'm telling you, just relax, take a breath. Much more show to come. Keep it here. Joe Pags.